we are live and boosted talking about boosters <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah we we're just talking about booster shots and uh just action to them so you said you had no issues yes um, so so i reacted quite strongly to the first one the first vaccine. and then the first vaccine which was pfizer mm-hmm and then the second one, I reacted much slower, so like it was like delayed by a day. And then I was not quite as sick as the first one, but I was still had a fever and chills and shit. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I just got it yesterday, so I can't say one hundred percent. But so far, I have not had anything. And that was triple Pfizer. And that was so sorry. The second one was Moderna, and and this one was Pfizer. Gotcha. And you got to choose between Moderna and Pfizer for your all right. Yeah, and for the second one, actually. Oh, wow. So that's why I, I took Moderna the second time because I was like, fuck Pfizer, it made me so sick. Yeah. I'm taking Moderna this time. And then it made me sick the same. Even though I was take, I took like a bunch of like cold pills to like sleep mm. through the night and stuff. And, it, and then it just, I don't know if that just delayed it or what. Right. Um, and so it still made me sick. So I was like, okay, well, fuck. I'm, uh, and then now it's recommended that my age group gets Pfizer. Oh, really? Fuck. Yeah. Because uh, Moderna has a higher higher percentage of like myocarditis and stuff. God damn it! I should have talked so to you before I got it. You're kind of supposed to, yeah. You're recommended to get Pfizer, but I honestly, they're pretty. They're exactly the fucking same thing. Well, I asked the, the dude. Trip, I so. was like, okay, so like I got my booster shot on Tuesday, right? And I was I was mm-hmm. Pfizer, no, Pfizer and then Moderna, um, and I reacted quite shitty to the first shot because I think I had okay. COVID, and then I had. A pretty shitty reaction to the second shot <laughs> and then uh so i go to the place and uh um sit down and, and the dude's like oh so you got like one of each i was like which one do you want and i was like uh i was like i don't know like which one's better and he's like well they're both like the same i can't exactly like say one or the other but it's like fuck you know if you just been like oh you know five like whatever did i would have got that one i pick one with Diana, and uh my arm is like super sore and i got pretty sick i guess like not like I wasn't like out, but like a headache, and then um, yeah. I was just sweating, like without a fever, which yeah. was like super crazy. I was just like, yeah, sitting here dripping. I was like, this is weird. Um, and then today, like my lymph nodes, my armpit are super sore, yeah. but um, I feel fine for the most part. Um, so. yeah, I, I mean, they're basically. I, I think the actual recommendation was people under. It was males under twenty five should get Pfizer. So technically, I'm, I'm oh, over so. that. I'm good. <laughs> so you're probably good, good but it's like, like, well, still probably uh, gonna get Pfizer. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. It's if I had like any negligible, any negligible risk. Put needle push one way, I would have got it, but because I, I was literally just like, uh, just. But during like, a sound cooler, yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> well, mine was like, you know, I reacted really shitty to Pfizer, and I reacted somewhat shitty to Moderna. Let's just go with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so similar to me actually. Yeah. I am I just happy now one. that I have two of the same because that was a limiting factor in some yeah. places or whatever. Um, yeah. So it's finally good that I got that, which is good. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, until, they, until they announce that you need to have three of the same. <laughs> yeah, or like three different ones. Like, oh, yeah, you God. actually... Yeah, right. You need a Johnson Johnson as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I, I made a joke. I was just like, man, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for all of them. I just want to. I just want to start glowing. Is what I want to do. Like <laughs> radiating positive energy or whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's quite interesting because like I, 
because uh, here it's like my parents and a lot of people that I know that are older still don't have even the register. Like they're not even on the queue yet to get it. Uh, like I registered and because I got my vaccine sooner in Saskatoon, it was just like immediately the next day it was like, hey, you can come in. And I was like, yeah, the, the university here just like opened up a bunch of new spots and I right. nabbed them. So nice. Got it like a, yeah, a few days after registering. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick before, and I know we've beat this over the head a bunch, but what was your, okay, so the path that you took for school that was really interesting. Uh, so you did a direct entry PhD, but that wasn't the yep. thing that made you like one of the only people in Canada to do it, right? You did something else, did you not? Um, like so, uh, no, well, that is what I did. And it's not the first, <laughs> um, it's the first in my department. Okay, okay, okay. Um, really talking you up talking, here. you're talking me up a little more than, no uh, what i will say though is it, so it's it's quite rare for people to do direct entry you know normally what people do is they do like a fast track masters where they'll right. they'll like start a masters and then in the second year of their masters they'll or partly into their first year of masters they'll switch into a phd or into right. phd um but the direct entry was actually was an option mm. at least like hidden deep in some like right. But just online. for your department, like, was, are fat, so direct entry PhDs are a thing in other departments, or is it still kind of? Oh, not always, not always, and generally, like, you need to have quite um, a lot of evidence for you to skip your masters. Like, you need to have proof that you basically have done the equivalent of a masters. Gotcha. Um, your proof and was that and, your prof was like. Yes, so I had already I'd done some research with my prof already, and I had a second undergrad. Uh. Um. And then there actually there is a girl that's done it since, at the school, right? Um, but they, she kind of just got it like managed to squeak through, <laughs> and I, I don't think they're actually going to be doing it anymore. Right. So like I think she was probably the last. It just didn't. So I, I actually told one. her about it. Right, <laughs> I was like, right. yeah, it's on there. Like you to like apply for it, just do it. Um, like skip your masters like it's mm -hmm. just a waste of money at that yeah. point you're already going to be here for years like and there's no it. downside to skip and uh i mean there isn't that if you if you don't get your phd you don't right. really you have, have any anything. grad degree yeah. which is kind of annoying so like i mean if i were to drop out right now i just have a like a bachelor's degree right um where so like you know catherine's got a master's she's yeah. technically more educated than i am even though I'm further along in my PhD than her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, like, did so? So the only thing that played a factor from UBC was the fact that that was your second undergrad, right? It was like the fact that you had a bachelor's in engineering and then also the bachelor's. In, what are you? Bio, yeah, biological sciences. Bioscience, and then yeah. so that was like. Okay, so this girl that did the same thing, she also had a second undergrad, or she just kind of... No, she didn't. She only had an undergrad in neuro, I think. Oh, wow. Um, and I th think she... So she was also an amazing student and, um, and like, very, very smart. Um, her dad's actually an astronaut, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Um... But uh, and that's like been on like he's like the Canadian with like the most spacewalks and stuff. It's really wow. crazy. Yeah, but uh, she, she uh, I think I think that's the case. But anyway, um, 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just realized I was like, because yeah. I just said something that m means you could technically look her up now. So just blew the anonymity there. But um, uh, yeah, I, I think like she had a professor again, same kind of thing where she could um, kind of. Uh, it, I think that's the main thing is that you need a professor to speak on your behalf and kind of push you into that kind of uh, advocate for you. Um, and I think that's pretty rare for an undergrad to have a, a uh, faculty member that's like knows them well enough. Right. And like put their neck out thinks that they're able to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I haven't heard of any other people doing it since. And I, I know there's, uh, there was a one person that was interested in doing it in the psychology department and they were not able to do it, I don't think. Um, they like talked to like the head of the department and they were like, no, it's not really, we don't do that. Um, so I, it, it depends on the department. Um, it depends on the university, the country. Cause like in the States, it's really common where you'll either do a master's or a PhD. Right. But that's not a direct entry or is it? It is, yeah. Oh, I, mean, okay. I mean, if you didn't do a master's and you just did a PhD. So why is it such a big thing in Canada then? Like, cause you, it's the only- Why isn't it? Or I like... think because here it's just normal to do both. Oh, it's normal to do a, ma that the master's is a prerequisite for a PhD. Gotcha. Whereas that's not the case in the States necessarily. Um, it's like, it's kind of like a, and, and that's probably depends state to state too. Right. And I think their PhDs take longer, maybe. Mm. I, I don't really know, actually, but... <laughs> yeah, was, I just uh... googled, like, direct entry PhD, and, like, Waterloo is one that has it right on the website. Like, direct entry PhD from bachelor's, and it's, like, exceptional master's applicants may be considered for direct entry PhD from a bachelor's program. So that's what you mean by it. it's, like, a thing that you can yeah. do. It's just not so it is, well it is. accepted. You have to, yeah, you have to provide evidence that you are good enough to skip your master's. I mean, it's basically, it's like, it, it would be like skipping a grade in school. Yeah. It happens, but it doesn't happen very often. And like, there's lots of people that probably could. Mm -hmm. um, plenty of people could skip grade 10 or something, you know? Right, right. But a lot of people don't because it's like the, the structure of the system is that yes. you go grade to grade. Um, and then, like, is it still the same amount of time or do you have to do like a year extra because of the direct entry? So often direct entry PhDs uh, have, uh, often it, it's expected that it'll take a little longer. Um, and you have longer to do it, I think, too. Like they, they won't kick you out after like six years or whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you can do it in the same amount of time. And I was expected to do it. But the only reason I'm, I'm going to do an extra year because I got funding for an extra year. So like I'm going to do a five-year degree would have normally been four yeah interesting sweet okay cool i'm glad i cleared that up because i was talking to somebody last night and i was just like man my buddy over there is so smart <laughs> he is a he's, fucking he genius skipped everything and rewrote the curriculum he's like the only person on the planet that's done this thing <laughs> he is the youngest person yeah to ever <laughs> but the most um, spacewalks in canada like that's right <laughs> pretty sure he's an astronaut or some shit like um, no, I think what what happened was I was talking to you previously about how this like I I've had people come up to me as if I'm this myth now that's <laughs> oh, continued to grow, and that that was that somebody was like, is it true that you're the first person in like all of Canada to do? That? And I'm like, no, I'm not. What are they listening to our like, podcast or what? That's the myth. 
that's like the myth that's like it's so funny that how that happens because i i was the first in the department to do ph direct entry phd um and it is an old department so like it's it's something but it's yeah. not you know it's just like i you know managed to kind of mess with the administrative system or whatever and and i didn't really even do any of this it was all my professor doing it right. for me okay um <laughs> yeah like let's be real i i'm pretty sure he like you know had some insider workings going or like had some right, had some, right. some influence the there was some influence going on <laughs> yeah. in the background <laughs> then it kind of gets around to other departments mm. and kind of feeds on it so now it's like did you hear about this guy that like skipped his he did the system skipped but... so funny I, I yeah i actually i do remember uh they um Eamon gave a presentation in a court in like a undergrad course i was taking fourth year course talking about grad school and they were talking about all of the they had slides for all the different options mm -hmm. and they they were like this slides direct entry we'll just skip over because no one does that so right. it was like it was it was kind of like they almost don't want to talk about it because then they don't right. get you they don't also get a couple extra stuff, years out of you and and i mean it's also because the phd does require more of you they want to be sure that you're going to succeed in it mm -hmm. So, like, if you don't have a master, master's is kind of a good, it's a good way well, to know uh, that you're able to to uh, defend a thesis. Right, right. That's the outcome of the master's, and that's the outcome of a PhD. So you'll have some experience with that. Um, and it was terrifying as a, <laughs> and I talked talk to the girl that, that is doing this as well, how, how it's really scary to be um, a PhD student not having a master's degree yeah, because use it anywhere. we... Well, no, no, it's that we we don't have any experience um, writing a thesis or defending a thesis. <laughs> um, and like I did a lot of research in my undergrad, but it's still not like it's not two years worth of something that I have to defend. Wow. So and like when you... I wrote when I did my qualifying exam, which is like the big oral presentation and written um, proposal and stuff like I was like, this is my first time doing something like this. <laughs> Um, so it's pretty scary, but and do you like because because what I'm kind of thinking is whether or not a direct entry PhD would would actually count for or against you because if you were facing a panel or whatever and someone's like like well what do you like you're a bachelor's you didn't do a master's like you don't have that experience like why would we listen to you because doesn't technically somebody with a PhD that did did a master's is more like like because or, or do they just like to be like oh th so once you make your PhD it's just like oh yeah no no no, no. like doesn't matter what you have. I would say it doesn't matter in the yeah. same way that if somebody were to skip grade 11 right right it's not like, do oh, grade 12 grade 10, they're not going to be like well you didn't do grade 11 so i don't know if you were really it's like well yeah but i did grade 12 and i did really well it's like if you do really well in the program you're in or you, you do really like then that should be fine and and um and uh, you know i mean you you can have a very productive or a not productive phd as well or non-productive yeah. or productive masters so mm -hmm. some people go get a couple papers out of their masters some people come out with like one some people come out with like five right. um i've had i've already been pretty productive with my phd um i've got like 11 papers or something Holy shit. um yeah so like yeah i'm not i'm not too worried about like not having a masters i think it i think 
<laughs> I'd like to think it counts in my favor, but yeah, I would. I would tend to think that as well. I would just as wonder if some people would be like, "Oh, well, he's not doesn't have his master, so he doesn't know what he's doing." Like, <laughs> I think because it's so common in the states, right? Like, for people that have PhDs and not masters, it's not really a big deal, at least on like the international stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually the case in a lot of European countries too, where they like even like in engineering, for instance, like they'll decide before. I think it might even be before they do their bachelor's whether they're gonna do like a five-year um master's or something like they have different uh different programs right i see interesting it's kind of interesting and and basically all it is just like the risk factor because like again if you don't make it you have essentially nothing um for your credits essentially yeah i think like they're not gonna they're probably not gonna admit somebody that they think isn't gonna make it right and they like people don't really fail out of their phds really yeah like, i guess you've come so far like you got all the there's only down. i think there's only one person that's ever failed their qualifying exam in our department wow um so like it doesn't happen very often mm. very very rare um and once you pass your qualifying exam i don't think anyone's failed their, their thesis and if you do like like if you fail your qualifying exam they give you a more time to work on it and then you can do it again um and then if you fail you get kicked out of the program mm. um yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Which even even <clears throat> still, I think they'll make little like they'll make adjustments because it doesn't really they don't want people to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually is kind of a it's it's a bit of an issue in that basically everybody as long as you're in the system long enough can pass. Yeah, and so PhD doesn't necessarily mean what it used to. Um, but uh, I I mean you still have to work really. I mean it's 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 kind of a completion thing if you've done four years work of worth of work <laughs> yeah right you can get it and it's got to be coherent and and they do like rip you apart mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a pleasant process <laughs> um and i guess too like what you said is like no matter what the title is more of what people probably look at is like what have you done you know it's like we don't care if you have a phd or what it's just like how many things do you have with your name? Like, how many studies or, like, how many papers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, the title does matter, which I don't like, but I think it does. I think that's it's right. kind of... But the, like, once you have, once it. everybody has a title, <laughs> if you look at, like, a room full of PhD students, the title doesn't matter anymore. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, then they start being like, well, where did they go? Oh, I see. <laughs> that's, that's, that's well, there's a Harvard PhD. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know. It's, it's actually funny, like, talking to my brother about, because uh, he's in Chicago right now, right, and uh, for hockey, and he was right. saying that he knows people that are in, like, Harvard hockey program or whatever, and it's just like, he's like, man, if you're in for a sports thing, it is like, like, you have to try so hard to fail, like, it's actually unreal, like, even for him uh, in, like, uh, Aurora or whatever, it's like it's just easy mode like you just you, you yeah. don't like this is like the easiest schooling ever and it's actually quite easy to graduate from harvard if, if you're on a sports team i don't know like what they do yeah the people that come out of those programs and stuff and it's just <laughs> i mean it's it's kind of like med school here where it's like in canada you can't fail med school yeah right which is like totally broken <laughs> like it's what to get in. but it's yeah they make it so hard to get in that they don't like it's kind of this prestige thing that right. they want, and I guess they invent they invest a lot of money in you, mm-hmm. so they don't want you to quit at that point. Like especially after a year or two, right? Right. 
but still you'd think you could <laughs> still fail Craziness. yeah i mean i guess like you just have to like stop showing up right? so it's like as long as you yeah show up, you i mean i'm sure you could fail but like right. as long as you're putting in the effort <laughs> yeah but like they really really don't want you to fail and they'll give you more time and they'll, they'll make it work um yeah. You should see Kelowna right now, man. Like, it is, it, it, there's so much snow that the city doesn't, like, know where to put it. Like, it, it's Damn. mental. Like, there's no parking anywhere because um, the snow banks are just mad, like, screwed. They've, like, banned parking this weekend uh, going forward until, like, it starts to melt a bit because, like, they people are parking on the streets, which means the plows can't do it, and then they don't know where to put the snow after the plows are there. So it's, like... It's it's been absolutely just mental. Even I the, feel like I feel like BC is just getting wrecked by climate change. I, do, I man, it is. Yeah, I think that's that's the reality. We're in the summer, you're on fire. In the yeah. winter, you're just buried in snow. And in the spring, we're like, or in the in the fall, we're flooding. Like it's just yeah, you're flooding. Yeah, what the hell? Like my whole life living there was like everything was so like nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was never too hot, never too cold. I mean, like it got hot in the summer. Always perfect weather. But it was like it was like, oh, it's hot to go to the beach. Like yeah, it's, it's good like weather. Five and sunny, perfect. Not like yeah. forty four and like <laughs> whole smoke valleys on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't remember sm smoking that bad every every summer. I don't remember smoke at all until like yeah, it was really one year, like yeah. the the year that the Kelowna burned. Mm -hmm. Um, the mission or whatever. No, where was it? Uh, like Ronald, like like Glen Rosa or like yeah, that was one. No, no, no. Oh, like two thousand six, I think. The mission or two thousand like, across the, the yeah, um, Crawford, or Bona Mountain. Yeah, whatever. That whole yeah, 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 that whole area. But even then, it was just like, oh, it's smoky because there's a fire across the road. Like, not, yeah, not because <laughs> yeah. there's like because the, the northern of BC is on yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's so so true, and like, I <laughs> I don't know what to. It's almost kind of scary. It's just like BC's gonna be like this place <laughs> where it's just like, Godforsaken. Yeah, it's like hey, it's really expensive, and like, it's kind of dangerous to live there because it's gonna be like minus eight hundred in the winter, it's gonna be plus four thousand in the it's like some planet, you know. <laughs> Is Vancouver also on like a fault line too? Like sinking? You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Victoria, maybe. Victoria is for sure, um, <laughs> and like they get screwed. Like they got screwed this year too because of the snow. I know somebody who had a in Victoria hour bus. No, Vancouver as well. But yeah, Victoria. Vancouver. Damn. Yeah, they don't usually snow. Oh, and they got like lots. And we're still like expecting. We have a snow warning. Like, how, where is it gonna go? Like, I don't understand what. It's freaky to see a plow go by and then. They'll just barely be able to drive on the roads. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Toronto just got like a cold weather warning, but we don't have we don't have the snow. We have snow outside, but it's like you know a few centimeters. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it is starting to get warmer. Thank God, minus nine today, but then on next Friday minus three. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's weird, man. It's it's a weird climate change and covid and like all this stuff it really kind of feels like the world is burning in front of us yeah i know Quite literally and yet my like 
I don't understand how like the entire world is going to shit and yet the, my investment portfolio is like still like the investments are still going up. Like how oh, is yeah. the economy how is the economy currently improving <laughs> based on everything dying? The yeah. more invested in the companies I don't want all the shit that's happening. <laughs> yeah. At least I, I have anyway. I actually bought Apple. Is that where you on where were we on Yeah, yeah, that's right. I know because it's interesting because I, I, I used to have Genius, uh, that, that like penny stock. Which is great. This is the only time I've ever looked at a stock after I've sold it. And I was like, wow, thank God I sold that because uh, it's <laughs> way, way more down than where it was. <laughs> um, but I looked nice. at it and my, my portfolio was like all green. And I was like, whoa, did Genius like come back? And I was like, oh no, I forgot I sold them. <laughs> nice. You yeah, I don't understand. Green. How is, I guess it's because the economy, or it's, I guess it's because the stock market and the economy are completely unrelated things. <laughs> yeah, like what's actually happening and what yeah. is value. That's right. Perceived value is great. It just keeps on going up. Yeah, no, <laughs> Meanwhile, everything's burning and snowing <laughs> and flooding. Your and... stocks are good. Yeah, but... Stocks are good. <laughs> if I survive, then you know it's gonna be pretty, pretty nice. Like, yeah, put your stock in Pfizer. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Um, the one other interesting thing that's happening, B, but is all the whole gym situation. So, um, basically, IH, Bonnie Henry, or whatever, uh, closed all the gyms, mm -hmm. citing that the transmission in the gyms here been a cause of like why things are spreading but they right. proceeded to provide apparently no evidence to support their claims and was basically mm. just like well they're closed you know like that's it and so a lot of the gyms here are freaking out um because uh of, like like some of them just want numbers like they're just like just show mm -hmm. me show me like valid data and i will close <laughs> um but the thing is like gyms are closed but like other exercise things are not so like box you can still go boxing like that. Um, oh, shit. Interesting. Um, yeah, here, here, like gyms and restaurants and like everything's closed right now. Yeah, now here we're, we're like, in another we're lockdown, except for gyms and like a few other small things. And like we're Jeez. in like a soft lockdown. Like my life hasn't changed a whole lot, but the gym thing kind of annoying. Um, mm -hmm. But there's been a couple gyms. So in Kamloops, there's like a string of five franchises that have been like, no, fuck you guys, we're not closing. And then in West Kelowna, there's been one gym who's taken a hard stance against it as well and i've basically been like we're not closing and you know i had showed up and then served them a warning and guy goes mm -hmm. on instagram tears the warning down the police are there but they're just there to make sure that nobody gets hurt um and the police actually look to be like on their side like they're like handshaking it was a very interesting thing interesting um, and i don't know what is going to happen because on one side i support the fact that like and, and like the reasons they're tooting are like uh, mental health and, and this and that and, like there's no real reason to close them if everything else is there and you know one of the things everybody's vaccinated and buying vaccine passports why do we have to close etc etc um mm -hmm. the but and, and so it's weird for me because because they're raising such a stink i feel like ih can't renege on the closing of it because if they do then it sets a precedent that any friction yeah in the you future can push back and be um lit on fire and especially because it's so 
it's like they've revoked their business license they've done this they've done that they've done that and so if they were just be like okay fine you guys win it's like oh shit like now if there's a bigger issue down the road um people are just gonna revolt against that or whatever um right and so i don't know if they're going to just kind of like let them make noise and stay like i I don't know yeah i feel like because they because they were kind of targeted (laughs) because like they're so specifically being chosen to be shut Mm -hmm. down then there does kind of need to be some kind of evidence or some kind of like they should have to provide numbers yeah especially because all the contact tracing info is is there yeah you should be able to be like hey look okay you guys are responsible for 30 percent, or you know who knows 30 percent of cases um and it's disproportionate for your business Mm -hmm. they should have they should have to show that i think um even if it's not like 100 percent uh, they should have to show something yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> to, to decide on that. Because I, I know that there are a lot of arbitrary decisions being made right now in BC. Um, so that's, I, I, I agree that like there needs to be some kind of, when they decide on what to shut down, especially when it's like that. When it's, if it's like a broad shutdown, it's like, we're just going to shut everything down. Then they, they, they don't need to as, like... you know, give very specific info on that particular business. But if if like you said you can still go boxing but you can't go to the gym then you better provide evidence as to why that is mm-hmm. why why is it that this gym specifically is being closed well and the, or, the, or the gyms in specifically and and it, it's interesting too because in like alberta i think thing but you're saying that like um there has been no like they i don't either they have closed gyms or they haven't um but the the case rates have not come from gyms at all mm-hmm. over there. And so you, you could basically deduct that, okay, like, you know, their cases are still going up the same kind of as BCs are right now. And mm-hmm. zero things have been because of like a gym. And even here, she was saying that like here it's, it's way more, uh, it's way more um, safe than like a restaurant is because like they have like plexiglass between each machine. Everything's sanitized. Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's doing this. And so it's just like how much more like like and the, whereas a restaurant, you know, you sit down and it's all airborne right now anyway. And so it's like, yeah, it's like what you take off your mask and you sit down for an hour and a half and you're eating and yeah, getting up going to the washroom and, you know, whatever else you're doing. And so yeah. um, for that reason, I it's it's uh, it's interesting to um, I don't know. I, I feel for the gyms. I. I don't know if I necessarily support this gym in particular because I think at the same time there's like that, like they're like, oh wait, we're gonna be the only gym open, <laughs> so like you know we're gonna make a shitload of money basically. Um, <laughs> it's and, a little financially motivated. Yeah, and then like they're kind of tooting some stuff about like you know the healthcare system and stuff like that, which I believe is still, um, you know like all the nurses are getting sick, so like the healthcare system is still kind of dying a little bit because like. Like they just can't take care of as much, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, but I don't really know. Like it's, a, it's just an interesting thing. Which is like, oh man, here we go again. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's very. So I don't know what's gonna happen either. Either IH is gonna, like, get like uh, approval from like the government to like, be like shut these people down, chain off their thing, and bring the police in to be like, this is illegal now, which would be an interesting stance because constitutional right um 
or they're going to renege on the decision, uh, which, which will also be interesting because that sets a terrible precedent. Um, or I guess maybe they'll just find them so much, which I guess is also not really fair. So it's just a very interesting pickle, I think. Yeah. And they're raising a huge stink about it. So yeah, the gym is called Iron Energy. Like an Instagram, well, their updates. And it's been an interesting thing to just kind of follow along and kind of see what happens. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I know where you're at. I have a tough time with these things because it's like there's good points on both sides, mm-hmm. and but of course, like everybody is so either one way or the other. That's what bothers me the most. It's like yeah. nobody views it that way. <laughs> nobody. There's nobody in the middle on these things. Or maybe there are, but people just aren't talking about it. I think there's just more people that are against, and when you are around those people, it's like, okay, I don't want to fight with this person. Or, like, no mm. matter what I do, it's like they're so far deep on left or right that it's just like... Yeah, oh, I always cheap. end up taking... I always yeah. end up taking the opposite side of everyone around me because I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a fun place to be, but... Kind of it make it interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's a weird time <laughs> of life right now. Um, weird time. I'm thinking that, I, or at least I'm hoping that we've kind of reached the the cold flash, just flu bug version of the virus. So with the Omicron and whatnot, like I'm hoping it's just done after this one. Because Me too. At the rate that it's passing through. Yeah, like, I, I mean, what, what happens once? What happens though? Like, once everybody's got it, let's say it just passes through, everyone gets it. Doesn't that, like, couldn't it just uh, like mutate again? Well, I think there is another mutation, IHU strain. Yeah, there is France. France. Yeah, but I don't know what that means. Like, is it because like the 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 gal I was chatting to as well was. I brought up a good point in terms of like viruses and stuff like that. And she said that a virus's job is to try and not kill its host. So over time, the virus becomes like less um, like deadly because like it's, it's, it's going for like, you know, longevity, like it's trying to keep itself alive. And that's why um, it became a more transmissible strain versus a more deadly strain is because it necessarily want to kill the thing that it's on. Um, she says that's why like, and I don't know if that's, necessarily yeah there, i mean whatnot, there might be some pressure for that but in, because an individual virus i mean an individual virus doesn't really live long enough for that to matter all that much right which is why there are viruses that that kill you know ebola and smallpox and stuff were like super deadly mm. um and they don't have you know like they they don't really care necessarily about deadliness they're not evolving to kill you Mm -hmm. so that's one like that's one thing is that they're not evolving specifically to kill you well that would Um, go against they might they might not yeah they might not be evolving to not kill you either though just because they're like the life i i I would say in the event of there being several viruses that are competing with each other Mm -hmm. the one that doesn't kill its hosts probably does have a better um chance of of being the more dominant virus. Well, then that just makes but sense. But in terms of like one virus on its own, it's not gonna. I don't think they would necessarily um, evolve to to not hurt you. Right. Well, because they they don't. Know, I don't think they, they the viruses know what they're doing. It just it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, this is really deadly virus. It kills one person. Well, 
that person's dead now and the virus is now dead. So I think it's just the, the higher chance of like, of the virus is not. It depends on how quickly it kills too. Like if it, right. if it takes like a couple, like if it, if it kills you like instantly, then yeah, that's not good for the virus. But if all the virus has to do is in, in the same way that we haven't evolved to be immortal because all we have to do is reproduce mm -hmm. and then we can die. Right. With a virus, as long as they have enough time to reproduce and pass on to the next person, they don't care what happens to you. Mm -hmm. um, that's why, like, the only re the only way that happens is if you have competing viruses, right? So, like, the one that becomes the dominant, like with with Omicron, has become the dominant very, very quickly because it's so much more contagious mm -hmm. than Delta. But it's not necessarily like not it, bad. It's not necessarily predominant because it it doesn't. It's not as bad. It's just. I mean, like that could be part of it, but I actually recently read a there was a study that was had made a pretty good, um, pretty good case for saying that it uh, that Omicron had actually uh, ev um, mutated in mice, hmm. got passed to mice, mutated specifically to be um, to like work in mice, and then transmitted back to humans. Oh, so it's super contagious, but that's one of the maybe one of the reasons it's not super dangerous is because it was kind of. <laughs> manufactured for mice yeah it's kind of cool right well somebody was it you i don't remember playing plague inc put all their points into transmissibility on this round oh like, yeah that's that that was my metaphor yeah, i like that <laughs> yeah that it seemed it seemed like there's there is only so much information you can pack into a virus mm -hmm. and so if if part of those genes is for transmission and part of those genes is for you know damage although i, I don't think there's necessarily <laughs> specifically like I don't think viruses gain anything from killing you necessarily unless it's part of their progression. Like right. maybe if they're super, super virulent uh, or like if they spread really fast in your body, um, then they can spread more to other people. And maybe the right. fact that they can spread really fast in your body makes them more dangerous. But hmm. I don't know if there's much like I, I, it's, it's almost more of a luck thing. Right. And the other thing so that was brought up. body respond to it and does it fuck you up? just based on what it's made of. And the other thing that was brought up too was um, the fact that like, I can't remember what she called it, but it was like, um, when a, if let's say you have like a cold or like a flu or whatever, and then you also have a virus, like it can like, like, uh, like, gen, like mutate just based on that. And is that, isn't that like how these new mutations are coming out is basically like have COVID, but then you also have something else. And then that kind of, weeks the virus and that's how it starts is that kind of like what, what happened there oh I'm, i've actually never heard of that hmm. i don't think so I, I know like like bacteria can pick up genes from each other i don't think viruses can so how does a um, virus mute like mutate then? um it would have to have some form of yeah in the same way that like we get cancer we like are uh genes get messed up in replication there's there's chances of uh, mess ups so like every time a virus infects a cell and um reproduces there's a chance that it could that the the mechanisms involved in replicating um mess up and create something slightly different hmm. um and then there's other things that can like cause dna ja damage like the sun and stuff like uv rays and stuff that can kind of jumble stuff up and change it a little bit so that next time it, rep it replicates it changes a little bit mm. and because viruses are so so there's so many of them they can mutate pretty quickly just based on the sheer like trillions of 
them that they make. Right. Yeah. I wish I knew more about like this. virology. Yeah, science in general. Which is Immunology. I feel like I'm I'm the one that asks a lot of questions and then absorbs a lot of things that I I don't know. What is the like? I don't know anything. I don't know what to make of the information back. You know, which makes it yeah. even more difficult for me or like other people like me when when they hear oh CDC says this or that or you know IH says get the booster shot and then you hear like a Oh, it's probably shouldn't get the booster shot. You're just like, oh, for fuck's sake! Like, I have no idea what, what. Like, I don't know where these. Yeah, I mean, are like even out. even my own, you know, I like I've taken a lot of courses where I've covered things similar, but like the immune, like your your immune system is is the next to the brain. It's the most complicated mm. biological system on earth. You know, like right. it. I mean, it maybe it could even come. Uh, be competitive with the brain for that type it's so complicated um so like anytime anybody talks about it with any kind of <laughs> um like confidence certainty. they're probably wrong even myself like i'll talk about things as, as if i kind of know what i'm talking about but the immune system is so freaking complicated um the when people make sweeping statements about anything that's it's it's no good right. <laughs> Um, they're probably not entirely correct or, or are oversimplifying things. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. Cause like you can talk about the, you know, different types of antibodies or different types of like immune response. Um, but it's all like very category, like we're, we, we try to categorize things to make them simpler mm. kind of how we talk about science, but because and how we talk about the world because the world is so complicated but in the realm of in the realm of uh like scientific communication or trying to like or to the public that's it's necessary to simplify things in order to con in order to have people understand what's going on mm -hmm. but it also causes massive translational issues trying to actually get across the truth of something because the truth is so complex it's almost impossible to communicate it to people that right. haven't spent 10 years studying it yeah so it's like what do we do do we make it really really complicated and then you don't get much out of it but it's the truth or do we simplify it so much that you can understand it but now it's not even the truth anymore yeah but then you can then you guys feel like you understand and you feel like that you can <laughs> yeah that and and then you can spread misinformation or you you spread that like it's the case when it's actually mm -hmm. not yeah yeah and both are equally scary because on one it's just like you just have to trust us and that hasn't really yeah. gone over well and then the other one is like ah oh, shit <laughs> here we here we go again like here's your yeah. information and then you... or you do your own research yeah <laughs> but you're not qualified to do that kind of research or the research you're reading isn't it's like that wikipedia sources is just like like one of them brought me to like a, a another news page and i was just like yeah what is how do i find what is like re real like i don't know like everything's written with a bias you know it's like I don't yeah know. yeah I, I was on a site recently that was it was like politifact i think it was what it was called mm -hmm. which is like their their whole thing is that they like clear up verify political or... yeah they verify facts but and and they show all their references but i went to the bottom of the references and like over half of them were just their own website <laughs> <laughs> i was like 
you're telling me I have to like go down like a rabbit hole of like actual um uh what's it called when you when uh when a function calls itself recursive recursive yeah this like recursive system this recursive thing of going down yeah. into your own website linking itself yeah. so then i go into that and then maybe it'll just link back to the original <laughs> you know like i'll get get some loops create they've created like a maze to actually try to get to the initial information yeah like this is i'm on their site right now <laughs> it's just like our source is politifact 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 yeah. and then finally you get to one it's just like fda yeah. nih or whatever this but I guess like yeah. even then, how like where where do you where do you be like oh this is a source I can trust because like for example the CDC is is now an interesting thing where it's just like do we trust the CDC now like, I don't know like um, yeah it should it should be original so <laughs> it's a challenge because say you um, just cite original sources mm-hmm. which is kind of that's kind of what you're supposed to do you're supposed to cite an original source where the information came from originally right. Um, but then you don't necessarily know the, like the, um, accuracy of that source necessarily. Cause there's lots of journals that'll publish pretty much anything. Right. Right. So that's why it's like, oh, well this, this was filtered through the CDC. So now the CDC is saying it, which means they probably trust it, which mm. it's like, here are these organizations that we put a lot of money in towards being able to decide on what is right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we can trust them. Yeah. So then now if you, if you cite the CDC, you're like, okay, this is probably true because that's kind of their entire purpose is to sift through the good and bad. Right. But, but if, if you stop trusting the CDC, then who do you trust? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I, you know, the CDC is not uh, infallible. The CDC is still just made up of people with financial incentives. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's can like be lobbied my... and like issue with the whole thing is like once you bring finances into things it's just like it's impossible to because like yeah. what i mean i guess this is the conspiracy stuff but it's just like man like what if pfizer is just like an evil company like what if like it's just like shit like i don't like what <laughs> you know i mean it's happened before have you watched uh the dope sick this new show that just came out no but i've heard about it really good and it's just about it's about the opioid epidemic and how um purdue pharma like uh spread misinformation about oxycontin mm-hmm. and like an oxycodone and made it like made it a huge made it, like a massive public health problem um because they're motivated by money right and it's like here isn't a prime example of a pharmacology or a, like a pharmaceutical company um, becoming massively corrupt, and a part of it was because it was actually a private company. Or, Does it uh, like show it the progression of that company as it? Uh, no, because oh. the, the thing is, is that it's a family-owned company, so oh, it's shit. it's a little bit different in that it's not it like the stakeholders were one hundred percent a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they were a private company, so they weren't public. Like they weren't. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. They're one of the only companies kind of like that. Actually, that's not true. There's but it's just a like straight docu series. It's not like it follows a story in it. It does. It follows a story. It's exactly. very much like it's. It's totally like dramatized. Okay, it makes cool. them look like Sith lords and shit. Like well, honestly, I want to watch that for sure. <laughs> it's it's got a bit of a slant to it, but but uh, 
but still it's it's amazing um it's really really good mm-hmm. what is it on what, uh hulu maybe yeah okay you have hulu no i think i just oh, it. yeah yeah see that's that's like my confliction now and especially after talking to my buddy where like man it's like, it's like everybody raises good points and bad points like i don't know what direction to go and unless yeah. i take a part-time job doing my own research and doing this and then i risk the the, the becoming one of those people that well, i've done my own research you know it's just like, yeah i know <laughs> so it's just like a no win anywhere you know i know Ugh. i know it's frustrating and like i <laughs> it's, it's where i'm at too i'm just like I, especially because like I actually have people sending me stuff all the time, mm. family members sending me stuff, being like, "What do you think of this?" Yeah, well, I this? use you all for that and, too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and most of it, so most of it is bullshit. Like, oh, like the stuff that I get sent. Yeah, I can I can very like quickly pull it apart and be like, "This is crap." Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, sometimes I'll I'll watch something or listening to something and I'll be like, mm, "There's know. some good points in here." Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, this is not black and white as everything in the entire uh, everything on the planet is not black and white yeah um and yeah people are cutting out each other's throats well even if even if i had an adverse reaction to vaccine or anything like that i would probably still be on the side of vaccine those things were yeah. like oh yeah yeah sure i had a i had a side effect doesn't mean i still don't <clears> believe <throat> in in the science of vaccine research. i feel like a lot of people are like Oh, see, like you got that. So it's, it's, it's like, well, no, it's like that's reality of, of life. That it hits the fan sometimes. You can do everything right and still lose. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I use you as one of those people too, to be honest. Um, no pressure. Oh, that's fine. It's just kind of like, I, I do like being that person. Yeah. But I also have to like check myself sometimes for, because, complex. <laughs> Well, no, I, no, it's more like a, um, I generally like to pick apart the things that are sent to me, regardless of what side they're on. Um, but don't necessarily, just cause I pick something apart doesn't necessarily mean it's completely bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I, <laughs> that's a, a common, something that's commonly brought up, which is like, well, you know, they said this, which was wrong, but they said this, which might be right. You're like, how right. do you know that's wrong? Just because this was wrong. It's like, well, broken clock is right twice a day, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, you, it's not that you know. It's not that you dis that you, um, completely, uh, throw something away because somebody said it that wasn't necessarily reliable. It's just that the reliability of that information goes down. Right, right. Um. Yeah. Whereas people feel like they have to take like either, you know. When you take in a piece of information, it shouldn't be a hundred percent one way or another. It should always have some kind of probability attached to it as to how reliable it is, and that reliability goes up or down based on its circumstances. Right. And some people are better at deciding on what those probabilities are than others. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of a different world it would be financial or how you would make a uh, how you would build a world like that. Yeah. Guess like how do you do that? 
don't know. That's like, a question for another podcast. That's a question for like a bunch of aliens. <laughs> like, hey, we don't have resources. They just want us to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, we end up just like coming up with communism. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Shit. God damn it. This is not what we were looking for. Everybody gets the. <laughs> Everybody just moves into small little communes. Yes. And then. That are self governed. Governed. Uh, I listened to Elon Musk on. Lex Friedman. Oh yeah. And uh you brought up an interesting thing where it's just like it's like how do you or Lex was asked him okay, so who governs Mars, right? You know, I was like, Wow, Martians side. Like if it was up to him, he would do it have like he wouldn't do democracy as a representation. He would do like everybody votes and like that's what happens. And then to overturn a, a law or something that's happened, you just need, it was like you need 60% of people to make a law, but 40% of people to override, to override a law. Mm. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that'd be interesting. And like, I guess if, uh, I guess the only way that really kind of fails is if you have like a bunch of uneducated that are you know, because because again, the vote would basically be like, okay, there's ten people here, six people vote for this, it happens. Not uh, you have representation. Yeah. They go and do it out or whatever. So that's the downside. You just happen to have a bunch. Of <laughs> and it's like well, that's that's always been a problem with democracy. That's actually it's actually um, Plato. Um, Plato's uh, what is it called? Um. Plato's Republic, which is like, it's this old um, book that kind of talks about it. But, um, but that was actually one of the, what, that was actually brought up as a problem with democracy even then. So that was like thousands and thousands of years ago, which is that democracy is only as good as, is only as, um, yeah, it's only as good as the education of the, of the right. citizens. Right? <clears throat> so like, you can give a, a country democracy, but if it's a bunch of idiots, they can ruin everything they're and, just gonna be sure of it <laughs> yeah and plato actually said that like democracy will always end in tyranny it'll end up like it'll just go to somebody that appeals to the most people but they can be Where we're which at, is generally yeah. just like a demagogue like some somebody that doesn't necessarily have like somebody that's just obsessed with power yeah that well, can try to play to everybody's yeah um you know speak to what everybody wants well like that's kind of happening then now it's just like oh we would do what you have to do to secure the votes that you do this it's like, oh, yeah. that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but again, then it's like, what is the right way? Isn't one. Or at least some alien colonies can't tell us what it is. We're just like, I think it's just too far down. We're just too far down a path. It's just like, hey, this is the best that we have. We got to somehow, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to date, democracy has been the best possible so far. That we've seen. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, like, the... Um... <laughs> what Plato said we needed was, was like a group of people that are like basically trained from the time they're young to be Kings mm. that are like, you take like a huge group of people, group of children and you like teach them. And he called them philosopher Kings, but basically you teach them to be like the best possible people ethically and scientifically and like these perfect humans. And then from those one is chosen 
or if you were chosen or whatever. You do to what lead. that guy does. <laughs> yeah, like you're specifically bred like and and tyranny. But because you're you've been raised to be, <laughs> I don't know. The idea is like it's an interesting you can't, theory. You've basically been bred to not be tyrannical, right? But by doing that, you're tyrannical because it's just like, yeah. Well, who decides on who gets to be? Yeah. It, it's not a. And then if you don't agree with him, then you view that person as tyrannical. So it's just like. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, well, that's what's happening now. It's like, oh, man, these fascist people. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's just no. They made a quick <laughs> reboot, you know? It's just like, I don't know how you would do that, but you just like call, like, everybody that wants to, like, agree on something, they get their own earth, and then everybody else, and then we just restart, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's uh, so weird, man. World. like what things are gonna look like man thank god 20 years ago this happened and changed everything and the world's been great ever since be like oh, same shit different pile i don't want to bring a kid into this <laughs> uh, i mean was it 60 years from now we'll probably be celebrating our like 20th subscriber <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have passed the verified yeah yeah exactly we'll have like a thousand podcasts a thousand man we'd be like We'd be like twenty. We'd be like sixty thousand. They're like, wait, wait, we have fifty podcasts. Fifty a year, let's say. The thirty. Oh wait, <laughs> that's not even that many. Got a hundred every two years. Yeah, it's not, it's not that much. It's gonna oh. take you twenty years to get a thousand. Gotta step our game up, dude. But once we're like loaded, much money. I don't know, getting something more, a more addictive <laughs> smoke. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't the know. Most once I've accomplished my goal of creating the most addictive <laughs> yeah. substance ever. Yeah, on, on the planet. It just ends life as we know it now. Then we can have a podcast every day. Yeah. You know, True. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually going to invite Nick on uh, today. Sure. He doesn't have Fridays off. Uh, I wanted to chat about the thing. We can do it on a different day. Yeah, we we, we totally. I think it would be interesting. I'll... I'll, uh, sure. I'll Um, on that PolitiFact thing, I'm just like, versus one of them is just like, Facebook post, Jan 4, 2020. Like, oh man. <laughs> That's kind of. It's supposed to be a fact checking. Yeah. Like, what? Even... Well, that's, I'm sure they, they probably mentioned like a, a Facebook post. In a Facebook that post, yeah. Said something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a brighter note, anything cool happening? <laughs> anything good um... happening? Um. <laughs> see got my booster oh i got a I, I have a meeting actually in 20 minutes it's like i got a ta position oh congratulations kind of cool um for a fourth year pharmacology course sweet yeah will be and I, I assume we'll be mostly marking but we'll see what what it looks like maybe i'll be doing some discussion stuff online looks like everything's probably going to go online yeah. this year uh, the course that i'm seeing for actually is a distance education course anyway so um it'll definitely be online <laughs> well that's fun but uh it does look like most things are going to be online cool they Thanks, haven't man. said that but yeah how about you anything uh um, cool going on uh no really not um, <laughs> nah like i No, uh, I don't know. It's been kind of just like 
Gyms are closed. Nothing Dylan, to do. I went for a run, and then I ran into a massive snowbank, and I was like, well, this is unfortunate. Yep. Ran back, but not really. I, like, walked slash ran back, and that's my pace was, like, 7 o'clock. Yeah, it's all good. I'm falling out of Your knees are, like, too. messed up. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my knee. I went for a walk today, and it started hurting, too. Fuck. I was like, fuck. I don't know what I need to do to... It's it's weird because I never actually like actually injured it. It just started like physio, I guess. Probably just strain. Ah, uh, yeah, I think I'm sure it's just inflammation from overrunning. But I it's been like a couple weeks and still hurting. So sucks. I don't know. Um, oh, I was, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, playing any games lately? Um, like... you know, I've just been playing a lot of Valorant, which uh, okay, first person shooter, the competitive online. Mm-hmm. Um, which. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have the time for, like, I did get into Diablo over the weekend or over the last right, week right, right. or whatever, but that was, I killed that once I beat the season's pass or whatever. So I was just like, no, no, I need to find an end, end it and can't take my life over. Yeah. Um, I, um, I played Do- a bit of Doom Eternal and uh, it got super repetitive very quickly. I, I do like, I like those games, but it's like, just yeah. it's like that wave fighting that I'm not yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um so kinda got bored of that. And uh I'm playing uh Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is a sequel to the Ori in the Blind Forest, which is like a really nice, really uh good Metroidvania kind of thing. Cool. And it's great. And it's what really, really on? good. I like Switch. Uh everything I think. Oh no, PC and uh what are you playing? Xbox, I think. I'm playing on PC. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Cool. Oh yeah. I that agree. I also really like that type of game, so I'm I'm a little biased. But mm. those types of that Metroidvania is like my that's my jam. Yeah, yeah. So like this, it's on like similar. I I put it on the same um, level as like Hollow Knight. Yeah. Like really, really good. Very cool. It yeah. looks like I haven't like beaten it or anything yet, but oh yeah, it's gorgeous. It's all made in Unity, I think. It's like, um. Yeah, it's some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen. It's all like hand drawn, I think, or not hand drawn because there's three D stuff, but um, but it's really, really nice. Um, switching gears a bit. Um, what? So you guys are in full lockdown right now? That, yeah. So like, it's okay. like right. Well, you, there's no indoor dining. Technically, you can still eat on patios, but it's also like minus ten, so right. no one's doing that. Um. <laughs> Uh, gyms are closed. Do they have any um, sort of schedule like, as to when that gets updated or changed? It's yeah, it's only it's only till the end of this month. Okay, and they'll reevaluate. Or I think it's like updated on like yeah, it's like the twenty sixth or something. Or gotcha. I don't know what it is. I still got two months basically. I'll I've come out there. I just want to. Right. I'm. I mean, I'd be down to ever, but um, it might be less. Yeah. If hey, man, you just want to come stay at my house for two weeks and we'll. <laughs> we'll just sit across from each other every waking hour of the day and stand up. <laughs> yeah, man. I, mean, I don't think I'd totally down. Anything. Maybe that's when we'll, <laughs> we'll crush out like twenty podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. One massive live stream of like eighty-five hours. That's right. Oh, I've also been uh, uh, doing. I think I mentioned before, but I, I'm doing this Coursera course um, on IBM Data Science. Oh, cool. That's great. Quite good. I'm almost done. You have it's like ten, it's like ten courses. So it's like a certif- It's a certification from IBM. 
so what do you what what is it like what is data science um it's basically just it was like python okay. using python for like data kind of cleaning like what we were doing and back similar yeah and there was some there was a whole course on machine learning um which didn't do deep learning but it did like other things is it um, easy enough like, like to SPL. follow like i could follow yeah i think so is it free or um, coursera it's yeah it's it's technically it's not free but um if you do it quickly you can pay pretty little for it how I think it's much like, effort have you put into it in hours good question let me think I'd say probably like twenty hours or something, maybe thirty. It's it's like they make it out to seem like it's gonna take you like eight months or some shit, right. but you know it's Coursera, so it's like you can actually crush through a course in like a few hours. Right. Um, and some courses are easier than others and can be done much faster than others. Is that the IBM uh, Data Science Professional Certificate? Yeah. How much did it cost? Yeah, it's cool. I, think, uh, I don't know what it's what does it say there is it it's like it's probably says it's like 40 bucks a month or something and it says enroll for free starts jan 7th finally. yeah does it start on like a certain no it doesn't matter or you'll always be ahead of the curve anyway and if you if you go over then you just restart or you just like restart the clock it doesn't doesn't mm. make a difference but what what do you want um, to get out of that um and so sorry, do you mostly have time, it was you... uh i have to go pretty soon yeah, in like ten minutes is like when I have to like hundred percent have to go. Um but it's like uh it's mostly like how to use Python um mm. and and SQL and so it might be below you. Um Python SQL, um visualization packages, um dashboard stuff. Cool. Uh, um the machine learning packages. Um yeah, kind of like basically making Python work like MATLAB a bit, so it can just like um, make data frames and manipulate large amounts of data. Yeah, to check it. would be kind of a nice thing to add. That would be. It's funny because if I did this, it would be the most certificate thing I've done since yeah. high school. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Like, I'm currently just doing the last one, the capstone. Right. The tenth. Um. One. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the one thing that I have decided I'm going to do. Um, actually, this is an interesting goal. I wonder if maybe I'll start using this Coursera to my, see if I, that'll be my New Year's. Like, oh, I want to just get some accreditation. Yeah. But what I'm, what, okay, so, kind of funny, because I have this baseboard heater in my room, right? And uh, it's a manual crank knob, baseboard heater on the knob. Yep. And uh, you have to basically go and turn it down when you want to go to sleep and turn it up out of bed because it's cold and super hot. So what I'm going right. to do is completely over-engineer the shit out of that thing, and I've ordered an Arduino kit um, with a stepper mo- or a server, 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 servo motor. Servo? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, temperature probe and all that kind of stuff, and I'm basically going to uh, create a little thing that will, like, automate it. Your yeah, audit, automate it based on the temperature in the morning to warm up, like, an hour before I wake up and cool it down at night. Um, awesome. And I haven't decided, and, like, I'm going to, like, 3D print, like, a little case for it to like hook onto the knob and like 3D mm-hmm. print probably a gear so I can get right like the, the turning because it's kind of a difficult turn knob. So I've right. decided that that is what I'm going to over engineer. I'm really excited to do that because I haven't had the opportunity to build something like that in a very long time. And I've never Love actually it. worked with Arduino before, so that'll be fun too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's my uh, nice. that's that's one project that I'm waiting for. And unfortunately, even though Amazon Prime is a thing, I'll have to wait till next weekend to get it in, which sucks. But <laughs> world that we live in, one yep. day shipping. Yeah, it sucks. Cool. Well, any uh, closing thoughts? Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm, that's that's good. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> that's all on this episode of. Of the, the Jude, Jude and Ty podcast. podcast.